I want to remind you that setbacks are going to come up on your journey, whether it's a random, you know, bump in the scale or it is, you know, something personal that happens in your life that makes it really hard to stick to your health and wellness goals. Whatever it is, it's going to show up. You have to just continue moving forward and moving through it, right? Welcome to the Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Welcome to this week's episode of The Mindset Diet. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode today in the sense that I don't really have a topic for us, right? Like I don't have, you know, four ways to tell if your metabolism is slow and I don't have a guest speaker or anything like that. It's just me almost sort of like in an open journal format. And what I mean by that is I actually journaled this morning and thought about just talking to you a little bit about what came up for me today, where I'm at in my own, you know, mental and physical health journey, because I think at the end of the day, if we can hear people and relate to them and understand that we're not alone in this, you know, journey, in this health journey, it can be very comforting. And you can also learn about yourself through other people's journeys. I know I've certainly done that. And so my hope is to share a little bit about what's going on with me to you and or with you I should say and you know hopefully allow some light bulbs to go off on your head or at least you know make you feel a little bit more comfortable in your situation. I think from you know from what I've heard from people and my own experience as well is we tend to feel very alone when we're going through a health and fitness journey even though many of our struggles are very similar to those of other people you know even if we're in a community like I have my online Facebook community I have our community of clients I think we still get in our head and we feel like you know this is only happening to me I'm the only one struggling with this and so like I said I hope that today's episode provides you with some comfort and just resonates with you and makes you realize that you're not alone in what you're going through. Because when you realize that you're not alone, you also start to understand that, you know, there are people that you can relate to, which is awesome, but I mean, not awesome because we're all struggling through stuff, but there are people that you can relate to, which helps a little bit. But also, you know, you see that someone has made it through something similar to you and that gives you hope. So what came up for me? Why did I decide to record this type of episode for you? Um, You know, because it's been a while since I've gotten super personal with you. I think in the first few episodes, I kind of told you my story. And so if you're a new listener, you should go back and listen to those if you want. Um, But I haven't really gone deep into what's going on with me since then. You know, I give you little brief updates at the beginning of every episode, but this is going to be a deeper dive into what's going on. So... I'm going to start off this episode by actually reading off my scale weight for the past few days. And um, this is something that I see a lot of, I guess, health and fitness influencers, for lack of a better term, kind of divided by whether or not they like to share their weight with the people that follow them or listen to them. Uh, To be honest, I see it as a number. And so just because I weigh something doesn't mean that your weight is somehow good or bad compared to mine. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and share the numbers with you. If you're triggered by that or something like that, you can absolutely skip ahead. Um, But there's a reason that I'm reading these out to you because uh, it will, yeah, it'll tie together. Just, Just stick with me here. All right. So 
This podcast is being recorded on August 3rd, 2023. All right. So I'm reading off my scale weight starting on Monday, this past Monday, which was July 31st. So Monday, I was at 144.8. Tuesday, 146.2. Wednesday, 147. And this morning, I weighed in at 148.2, which was my highest weigh-in in months. Um, and now, as much as I wish I could tell you that those numbers don't bother me at all, they absolutely do. Um, I know for a fact that I haven't gained four pounds of fat this week. Like, my eating has definitely not been perfect, but it has been nowhere near imperfect enough to cause me to gain four pounds of fat. So that right there is a lesson for you. If you ever see dramatic weight gain on the scale like that, please understand that you did not gain four pounds of fat overnight unless you like did a 10,000 calorie challenge or something and you like totally binge. There's really a very small chance that you gained four pounds of fat. So first things first, I want you to recognize that. And here's something that I want to clarify. You know, I'm not necessarily super upset by seeing 148. Like, it's a number I haven't seen in a while, and it's in the wrong direction that most people would want it to be. And so I'm not super happy about that. But it's not really the number that's getting to me as much as it's just how I'm feeling. Like, I'm feeling bloated. I'm feeling heavy. I planned a little like midweek pool day with one of my friends who lives in like this community around me and they have access to this really nice pool. And I just felt like uncomfortable yesterday. You know, I just felt kind of like bloated and puffy and you know, when you're just not comfortable in your skin and I've had that happen before, but yesterday it was, it was definitely noticeable for me. And so really what this whole thing signified this week is that just like things are not moving in the right direction. Um, I've been pretty open over the past few episodes talking about how my gut health was like really good about a month ago. And then since then, it's just been on the decline, unfortunately, you know, and what have I done since then, right? What could have caused this? Well, I'm certainly less strict with my food. Um, I'm less strict with how much I'm eating and also what types of foods I'm eating. I usually don't really go off the rails, but, um, you know, I'm letting some stuff in gluten-free brownies and dairy-free ice cream and this type of stuff. And so I've certainly, you know, I can point some of it back to that. I'm no longer on those antimicrobial killers that are supposed to kill the bad bacteria that's, you know, overpopulated in my gut. And um, I've had some instances of poor sleep these past few weeks. So there's a lot of stuff that's leading to that. But I want to be really, really open with you here and tell you that, you know, my honest experience with all of this has been sort of a fuck it mentality. Ever since I got home from that vacation and my gut has been really off, I've been discouraged by it. You know, I think that in the past, I've had a very like strong, you know, will and strong discipline. And I've been like, all right, like things are not going well. Let me, let me course correct immediately. But it's taken me some time this time around um, to do that. And so it's, it's definitely, it's definitely been a different experience. I feel like I've I've been a lot more lenient, like I said, and I think part of it, and this is another point I wanted to bring to your attention, part of it was because what I was doing before to keep my gut so good in my eyes right now is not sustainable. So I was eating a low FODMAP diet, which I think I've talked about before. It's like no onion, no garlic, like that's in everything. If you go out to a restaurant and eat, there is literally a 99.99% chance that there's onion and garlic in whatever you're eating, unless it's something sweet as opposed to savory, 
right? So that pretty much had me never eating out, um, you know, not using a ton of seasoning on my food, which really sucked. Uh, Low FODMAP also excludes things like bananas and apples and things like that. And so I basically was just eating meat, rice, white potatoes, certain vegetables, because some of them are FODMAP, certain fruits, basically just berries and pineapple. And I was also undulating my calories and carbs, meaning some days I was high carb, some days I was low carb. And I'll be honest, I mean, and I communicated this with my coach too, like that started bringing back some of those like disordered eating tendencies from my past. And so I just knew that that wasn't going to be sustainable. So as I got off of those antimicrobial killers, I, you know, raised my calories naturally a little bit, raised my carbs naturally, brought back those FODMAPs. And unfortunately, I've just been feeling really crappy since then. Um, and honestly, I've been feeling somewhat hopeless. And I think that this is, again, another feeling that a lot of people feel on their health and weight journey is just kind of like that almost like, what's the point? You know, I've tried everything and it just doesn't work. And uh, it's even harder, so I'm, I deeply apologize if any of our clients feel this way, but it's even harder when you have a coach guiding you and you still feel like that, because at that point you're like, I reached out for help and I'm still feeling that way. First of all, if you are a client and you feel that way, please let me know. But, um, you know, that's kind of how I feel with my coach and I think he's super knowledgeable and I'm sure what he does works for a lot of people, but I just don't feel like him and I are really on the same page. Like our communication isn't great and he's not fully understanding my case in my opinion. So that's kind of where I'm sitting. Um, I'll be honest, you know, I kind of sat in my own BS this morning. I was really honestly just frustrated and ticked off and sad and everything, But I also know that, you know, if I want something to change, I have to change it. So here's what I plan to to do about everything. First off, I had to fight the urge to go to the extreme. So anytime something like this happens where I don't feel good about my body or I notice my scale weight go up a lot, I have to fight the urge to do something like cut my carbs drastically or start fasting. And um, it's hard because those two things give me temporary relief because when you have gut problems uh, or specifically SIBO, which is what I have, you know, that bad bacteria feeds off of carbohydrates. So if you take out carbohydrates, you do get temporary relief, but you're not solving the problem. Fasting, same thing. If I'm not eating, there's not anything to feed those bacteria. And I definitely notice some relief in symptoms. But again, that is not a long-term solution and I don't want to just keep doing these short-term solutions. So I had to fight off that urge to do something extreme. What I decided and said was, all right, I'm just going to be more careful with my macros. I'm not going to let my carbs get super high because I know that really bugs my gut. I'm going to make sure I'm making good decisions with my food, right? So I've been letting in a lot of like the, you know, the um, like the Lily's chocolate chips and stuff, which are, they're not horrible, right? They don't have horrible ingredients, but they're not a whole natural food, right? Um, I've been doing a lot of that. I've been doing a lot of like substitute bread and stuff, even though all the ingredients are clean and, you know, we're missing canola oil and sugar and all the stuff I, I tell you all usually to keep out of the diet. It's still not just a whole natural food, right? So 
How am I going to avoid eating those? I'm just not going to bring them in the house. When I go grocery shopping this Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to be a little more strict with myself of just kind of letting some of these things in, these little cookies and chocolates and all this stuff, right? These treats. I'm just going to make sure that I leave them out. I'll continue to enjoy whatever I have in my house if I feel like I can handle it for that day, but I'm not going to bring anything more in. And last but not least, you know, I'm going to be really honest with myself about the process because over the last few weeks, I have been lenient. And unfortunately, I I apparently don't have that wiggle room right now, you know, to be lenient about stuff. So that's what I plan to do. I also plan to try and stay optimistic and remind myself that this is a learning experience, that me going through this as much as it sucks will help me learn how to help better serve others. You know, I'm starting to take on girls who lost their period, girls who have gut problems, you know, men as well. I'm, I'm taking on both. Um, and so me going through this myself can help me better understand how to coach others and help other people solve this painful problem. And last but not least, I'm trying to avoid irrational thoughts, you know, thoughts like I will never get this figured out. Um, I will always have a bad gut, right? And these are probably thoughts that you have on your weight loss journey. I will never lose weight. I will always be fat. I hear this all the time from people. That's irrational, right? You have your entire life ahead of you. At some point, you will figure something out. So why did I just spend the last 10 to 12 minutes telling you all this? You know, I want to remind you that setbacks are going to come up on your journey, whether it's a random, you know, bump in the scale or it is, you know, something personal that happens in your life that makes it really hard to stick to your health and wellness goals. Whatever it is, it's going to show up. You have to just continue moving forward and moving through it, right? There's a saying that I really like, and it's grow through what you go through, right? So learning to just take these hits and continue to move forward, learn from it, and make yourself better because of it. So Hopefully that was a reminder to all of you, any of you who are struggling, um, understanding that, you know, no matter where you're at in your journey, like for me, even though I started off talking about weight, like that's not really what I'm upset about. It's more so just how I'm feeling that's making me upset. You know, no matter where you are, whether it's weight or, you know, uh, hormonal health or gut health or sleep or mood or whatever, you know, there are going to be setbacks and reminding you that it's all right to go through those. It's a part of the process. I mean, imagine a life with no setbacks. It sounds amazing. Like, oh my gosh, but there would be no challenge. There would be nothing. You know, you would be, you wouldn't be happy because the reality is we gain happiness through struggle and through achieving goals. So this is normal for me. It's normal for you. And I hope that this episode gives you a little bit of hope that, you know, it's all right to struggle and it's okay to have to grow through this. So As always, um, thank you so much for listening all the way through to the end. If you'd like to connect with me um, or if this episode resonated with you, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at builtbybalance underscore Iman. You can message me there. You're also more than welcome to join our private Facebook community, the Female Fat Loss Blueprint. That will be linked in the show notes below. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you next week and I'm wishing you wellness.